Welcome to your Happy Mean Podcast. My name is Anna Maria and I am happy to welcome you in. Today's episode is called Proud or Pride. It's, uh, it's written and spoken with the Pride Month that is celebrated in June and also uh, with the contrast of what I am doing in the Happy Mean, which is celebrating men. And we're going to be also talking about the Sacred Heart um, of Jesus that is celebrated this month and St. Francis of Assis. Uh, who is a, a well, well we'll talk about him later uh, and then also with all my my friends that are part of the LGBTQ plus community plus two I don't know and the correct numbers now but all of my friends that belong to this community uh, this is written with love and I hope you enjoy it thank you for listening uh, and share with me your thoughts on the Instagram account thehappymean.az the.happy.mean.az uh, and ship me a message if you're listening I'd love to hear from you thank you for listening enjoy All right, we're here we go. Proud or pride? Um, why, why did I pick these two words first of all? Pride is happening this June, month of June. We're starting to see pride parades. Uh, some newspapers are recommending people to take their children to the pride parade. Some people may take them. Some people may not. Um, there's also... A bunch of other news that are encouraging drag queens and normalizing the drag uh, community. And uh, a lot of, on the other side, a lot of people are questioning this, uh, these things, if this is actually good for children or not. And the conversation is candid and I will not get into it, but what I do do want to say is pride or proud and I, I I think both sides in extreme are of course bad and if we want to call it bad or sin it doesn't matter uh, in any word um, any um definition of of both words there is a, a negative sense to it uh, in the word proud a proud person is usually arrogant knows better um, better than everybody else and doesn't have maybe the emotion of empathy on the other hand the pride pride is usually a person that thinks he can be on on his own and he's got it all and uh, he is basically the center of the universe and and he he is the only thing that matters both I think are negative connotations to a person uh, if we want and this is why 
I think this is the happy mean. The happy mean became the happy mean out of seeing this opposing forces uh, of humanity. Because I think we are all both inclined to be proud. And there is some sense of proudness that is good on a person. That gives you confidence. And that is fine. Same thing with the pride. I am capable. I can do this. It's also a really good thing. I am an individual that expresses this way. And I um, deserve to be able to express myself in this way. This is a way of self-expression. And I think both in a small amounts are good. I think we both need to be proud of ourselves and to know that we are capable of. But when we go to both extremes, we see that if we are too proud, we are not able to see the other, um, the other point of view, which then can enrich our own point of view. Because there is a lot of learning that we all need to do. The world is vast and the possibilities of things happening are vast. As we saw lately, the possibilities of even a hurricane in the middle of Canada is, is possible. Nowadays, anything is possible. So the way that a person experiences the world is so different. And the the accidents that people go through are so different that they lead to a certain decision in their lives. And everybody is entitled to deal with the world as best they can, I think. Uh, that's... I'm not gonna... I, I think everybody needs that. I think everybody can agree with that. That we all need to live the world as best as we would like to live it as best as we think we we can leave it so why fight <laughs> why can't we not meet in the middle i don't know and i don't have the answer but i invite you to to see which side are you in and to meet to try to meet the other the middle um and one more thing to say about the word pride. And I, of course, okay, I have many friends in this community. And I think my life would be not be as fun without them. They have all been the best people I have traveled, lived, uh, worked with. They, they usually bring the most fun in things. And I am very grateful that I have met each and every one of you. If you're listening, thank you for listening. Thank you for being my friend. And thank you for opening my perspective and my point of view. You all also know that I am a Christian and a Catholic. And that we usually don't... Uh, 
it it's it seems like in the church it's they're not the people in this community are not accepted uh, many people do think this way because a lot of people that grew up with catholic parents that have came up came out uh, have been terribly hurted by the way it was handled uh, by the way they were told they were going to just go straight to hell uh, by many families stop talking to to their to them because of their decision and that wounds a person very very deeply because can you imagine trying to do something so out of the scope of possibilities for one generation this wasn't even thought of and then they had to to break this cycle and break this um door and say this is happening and this is what i feel and i needed to accept me and then they didn't get accepted and when we don't get accepted especially by our parents our hearts uh, i think that that deeply wounds a person so i can't imagine uh, the pain and the suffering that so many people have gone through because of poor handling um of situation plus the other people that have decided not to or can't see the other sex because they've been raped or they've been treated so badly by the other sex by maybe their parents or i don't know their situations eh, but there is all of the that um so a lot of that comes through through pain a lot of a lot of that doesn't come through pain and it's just a thing uh a decision you the thing is we never know the story and we never know what happened to that person that is is choosing to express themselves in this way and my other well and so now let's talk about the other side a little bit um we well we can't judge let's that's softening the proud side but now let's soften a little the pride side uh the word pride bothers me a little bit because pride is usually one of the seven deadly sins in the in the catholic tradition i i believe it is anyways if it's not please let me know but i'm pretty sure pride is one and the reason why it is is because pride is the the sin that tells you that you do not need god and that you are uh, better off without him It is the sin that is represented by the apple in Adam and Eve's uh, story. That's the the major sin is you don't need him. You know better. Uh, and that leads us into a world of suffering. Now maybe that is uh, not how the world started with an apple. And I don't think so. I 
by the way, and I think that's one of the first things that you need to know about Catholics. Don't necessarily discredit the idea of a Big Bang or dinosaurs or we still believe the world is round and circling around the sun, I think. <laughs> and I don't know if that's an outdated idea anymore. But I still believe in Pluto as a planet. And I'm still teaching it to my children. <laughs> uh, but I think I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't even know if anybody can know if it's wrong or not. But... Um, sorry. ADD. Pride. Anyways, pride is that, that sin that says you, you know better. And maybe you know better. And maybe you're right. But, <laughs> here's my catch. They, the, the world runs really strangely. Whether you end up believing in a universe, or, like, you know how people say the universe will do this or karma will take care or eh, what else do people believe in? Eh, I hope those are fireworks. I think they are. Very exciting time in Canada. Canada is actually beautiful to visit in the summer. Eh? I live in a safe zone. <laughs> Okay. Why do you think you don't need God in your life? Or to trust the universe? Or to trust karma? Or to trust that there is something else that is bigger than you? Some people, I have heard of this crazy theory of a, like, God's being inside a game and somebody's playing it outside. Maybe. But things work very coincidentally in many people's lives. And I think there is something to say about that. <laughs> and whether you want to believe in God or not, that's your thing, but... Why is the world circling so perfectly? As long as we leave it alone. Usually it tends to be that when we start playing with it and when we start putting our own ideas into it eh, and emitting extra gases or bringing crazy, exploiting natural resources, it seems to be the case that we tend to destroy it. So why do we think we know better <laughs> and why do we think we know better when nature can like you can live in nature pretty easily you will be provided with everything you need if you know how to use your tools and you know how to survive everything you need is, is out there Except if you're in a city, right? If you're in a city, nothing. You're just in man-made 
ugly buildings <laughs> and people that have no time for you. So think about that. And I think that's what it's a little bit I've learned um, this year to spend more time in nature and more time outside and observing oh, how the seasons work. And and I think that that brings me even to the to our second point of uh, the environmental problem that I don't even know the answer about environmental problems. I don't even want to get involved into that conversation of environmental electrical power or God knows what power. But it seems to be that if we leave nature alone, it will work. But when we start messing with it, and this is why we're starting to look into solar powers and we're starting to try to make eco-friendly everything, <laughs> an organic everything, because we have realized that when we put our own man-made chemical crap, we end up in worse uh, situations. So take a little thought on that. And see how many man-made products you're getting in your system. And how can you get rid of that? And maybe in doing that, you're going to start helping the, the recycling system and the self-producing system. And that's going to make you need less stuff being transported. And that's going to reduce more emission gases than a carbon tax that is doing absolutely nothing for everybody. <laughs> other than making us all go angry and not being able to travel to see our friends. Um, but that's just my political opinion of the of the day. So we we end up coming to realize that the way to solve either our eco-friendly or not friendly crisis is to love the things that are naturally coming out of the earth and man-made and to love each other no matter how the other chooses to express and maybe we don't need to sexualize every aspect of life things in nature are also just born female or male so that it, they work and they reproduce themselves it is it is part of nature and you can see that in plants you can see that in animals and you can see that in humans why do we need to over sexualize that why do we need to find gender identity can it not just be the way i express myself why does it have to be sexual your sexual preference sure can be a different thing But you do not need to be over-sexualizing everything. I think we can come back to the middle. We needed that push. We needed to start accepting everybody, to love everybody, no matter who they, are, they prefer to love. Absolutely. Love who you love. Go ahead. But do we need to over-sexualize things and confuse children? Instead of teaching them natural biology. Because there's a lot we can learn. There's a lot we can learn about 
our bodies and how they work and how we can help our bodies to make them work their best in all aspects in menstruation for ladies in the way the hormones work the hormone cycle works for a man in we can work in like how do we eat what do we eat so that we feel better we need to reconsider what we're teaching do we need to over sexualize teaching i don't think so i think we can over naturalize education because i think in nature we can find a lot of solutions and a lot of answers And I think we need to teach back how to love and how to love one another uh, and to teach what love is because at the end of the day, nobody can throw a stone. Nobody here is a perfect human being. <laughs> nobody here is, is perfect. So why do we keep judging each other and why do we not learn how to love? Which then brings me back to if the answer is in love and God is love and Christ is the son of God, then the answer of living is found in Christi Christianity and following Christ. And maybe what we have is corrupted. Uh, maybe what we have showing us Christianity is not really love and maybe what we have it's been tampered that is absolutely true in all aspects I think at this time the church is also suffering a, a lot of division and it's very sad to see that everybody seems to be forgetting what we're here for We're here for, in this world, to love, to love each other, love one another as we love ourselves and to enjoy life. That's not written in the Bible, but I think God put us here to be happy. I think there would be no point in not being happy because what's the point of existence? And you see that again in the birds. They are just living, enjoying, eating their little food. There's a big passage of the Bible that says that if the birds are not worried, why are you worried? Why are you worried that you're a human and I came and became a human? I love you or species the most. Why do you worry? Hmm. And so I'm just gonna I'm gonna write now what I So it's, it is written in, in many scriptures, of, in all the little stories of the Bible. We find ways on how to love and how love is actually shown. And I think that's what Christ, this, the Christ stories, if you don't believe that Christ is real, maybe you think he's just a story. Well, in those stories, you find how love is actually expressed the true mean like he the cross is the the biggest expression of love 
and this is why I think it's it's written and in there we find for example the prepared woman the fruitful seed the visitation of Mary to her to her sister Mary was pregnant and instead of worrying about herself she goes and visits uh, her cousin who was also pregnant and with maybe a high risk or risk pregnancy we see how Christ loves Peter and how he's almost walking in water but he loses faith why we see also his betrayal and his reconciliation with Christ and still we see that Jesus gives him the key and this and then we can follow back all the popes that we have back to him so why there is a big animal very close to me so why do we keep doubting the pope the pope the pope's teachings we can think he's corrupted maybe and maybe he is he is a human but the there is no point in, in dividing us more and more and more and not finding what we have in common and not remembering that we have to trust that together loving each other trusting in his ways eh, the church will get out of this <laughs> as well and this goes to to a whole other issue right a whole other kind of worms that i'm not also not getting into but it's because they're all cans of worms so if this is not if this is maybe just one spirituality yes the one that i believe in um why does it work <laughs> because the happiest people that I have met um, I think are Christian and if they are not Christian they are people that live by Christian rules so the people that love one another uh, and in this they are maybe in the LGBT community uh, these are people that don't actually they're not necessarily Christian but they are um, they are people that love and that are generous with their time and with their talents and they put them to the service of others why does it work um, why are they do, 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 And I think it is because they are loving. And I think because in loving there is the answer. Not in creating more division. Not in going to the extremes. I think the middle is loving one another. Radically loving one another. Radically like Christ did in the cross. So happy Pride Month to all those who celebrate. Uh, but maybe happy happy 
ways of expressing or happy different let's change that name happy self-expression month and let's remember that we need each other let's remember that the answer is in loving each other and and to learn how to love and to not throw stones because we're not winning we're not winning by creating more division we're not winning by not being kind we are simply dividing more and not here for for what we came to be so throw your stones throw the stones the first that has no sin but I won't be the person <laughs> let me know your thoughts maybe I went too crazy here for you maybe you hated it and you don't agree with anything of what I said I am interested in both if you hated it let me know if you didn't hate it also let me know but I would love to hear your thoughts have a good night okay I just have one last note to make And it's just the reason why I made this podcast and chatted about these touchy subjects is not to judge anybody. I hope nobody feels judged at all. But it is to say that I think the key to happiness is we have it in, in a couple of books uh, with in, in the example of Christ um, and that example is open to everybody whatever your gender identification may be christ does open his hands for all for all sinners for all non-sinners too and and christ is the answer for happiness and i think we should reconsider that and in whichever position we're in in which of all those touchy subjects Hope you enjoyed it. Good night or day.